hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 55 of the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm joined this week by Mr. Greg Hooks. Hello, sir. 55 episodes. Wow. I know. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Went and got COVID tested this morning. Nothing to worry about. I just wanted to do it. Peace of mind. For work's sake, my sake. Why I having a swab up your nose is fucking disgusting. Oh, yes. I yeah. Can imagine. It's not great. It's a very unpleasant experience. But uh, yeah, otherwise, I would say to everyone, if they can get tested, go and get it tested. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Consumer <laughs> advice right there. Don't do it recreationally, though. <laughs> Mr. Paul Collett. Hello, sir. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm okay. Makes a change. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. No, no, no swabs up the nose, which is good. I've had one of those things up your nose. You know that thing that goes right down into your throat? What's that called? Uh, endoscopy. <laughs> Something like that. I had one of those as well, which is the worst thing in the world. Uh, you have to keep swallowing as they put it down. Yeah. And obviously, I had, you can't. And it's just wild. Well, an endoscopic camera, yeah. That's the one. Endos- now, this was like... Endoscopy. Or lar- laryngoscopy. It's, it's it's something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having an endoscopy, and it was absolutely horrific. It was horrifying. Absolutely the worst. And uh, it was over in like two minutes, and I was looked after brilliantly, but it was... God, it was horrible. I was on a life support machine, and they, they ripped the, the life support tube out of my throat. Wait, what? When I woke up, yeah. This is taking a turn. Wow, that escalated. Jesus, I didn't realise we were <laughs> one-upping each other on medical emergencies. <laughs> well, it's like a game, isn't it? See, it kind of relates loosely to like video games, high score, that kind of thing. No, there was, there's, there's no prizes of being hit by a car, I can, I can guarantee that. You got, you got hit by a car? Yeah, I broke my leg, put my head through the wow. windscreen, all sorts, yeah. I don't advise it. No, 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 I don't advise getting me enjoy it either, that sucks. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think you, I think you played the long game on that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ross, how are you? <laughs> no uh, no yeah, tubes I'm... up the body orifices, I hope. No, 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 I'm good. I had a haircut today. That was nice. Ooh. Yeah. Well, number one. How, how did how did you manage that? Just just made it happen. Uh, okay. Just miraculously. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was starting to resemble a a Tolkien character, so I decided to <laughs> scalp myself and. Uh, yeah, it's satisfied with the results. Was it number one, two, three, or four? Kind of a mixture. You'll see, I guess. Oh, okay. I'd imagine. Um, yeah, my beard was my beard was enormous, so I shaved all of that off, oh. and uh, and took my sides down. And uh, yeah, it's that got makes... a nice bit of the uh, the top to mess around with as a moment. That makes me cry when people optionally shave their beards off because I have to at the moment. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to rub that in, but I just chose sorry. to. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to grow one, but it's not happening very fast. So it upsets me. <laughs> Oh man, I'm looking forward to seeing you with a beard. I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> you don't want to. It's probably terrible and grey. It's no good. Oh man, silver fox, watch out, ladies. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I said to myself, when as soon as lockdown started, I'm not going to shave until lockdown ends. So who knows how long it's going to be? You're going to come out like out of your emerge flat, like what year is it? <laughs> yeah, bright lights, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and out the or something. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> it's 2020, Paul. Calm down. We're okay. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm good. Another week of not doing an awful lot, as yeah. uh, as this uh, this seems to be a repeating oh. pattern at the oh. moment. But uh, all good. Otherwise, should we talk about video games? Oh, go on then. Let's do it. That's why we're here, isn't it? All right then. So I'm going to ask these guys what they've been playing. Uh, if you are wondering where Sean is, he's not here, unfortunately, uh, this week. But he does have a what we've been playing, which I'll read out a little bit later. But first up, Mr. Greg Kicks, what have you been playing this week? Oh, coming in at no surprise, it's still Final Fantasy VII. Still not very far in it. I've just got to chapter uh, 11 out of how many? I'm not entirely sure. Don't tell me. 
I'm not going to tell you. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, still enjoying it, but I don't know what it is, but there's something that's really bugging me about the game. I think for me, it's the it's the voice acting. Now, this is going to sound like a bit of a backhanded compliment because I know... Have you, have you started playing the original yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Uh, I'm not spoiling any of, the, any of the actual dialogue, but it was like renowned for its cheesiness and it's like easternized view of a westernized black character and stuff like that and it was it was obtuse so the new one there's something about the dialogue that i know they're trying to keep that charm but it just annoys me like every time not every time barrett talks i mean just his camped up uh, camped up hand up dialogue is annoying and i don't like the the anime thing of every time someone doesn't understand something they're always going huh uh, and it's just like oh fuck, talk normally mm-hmm. talk normally to each yeah. other but there's I, I an know... awful lot of um, there's an awful lot of uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I know yeah. I know Cloud is like emotionally stilted and it's part of his character, but at the same time it's just like oh it's annoying. But it it is part of the charm, I guess, and I'm just riding it out. So yeah, still still trucking on with that. And yeah, I've been playing SnowRunner, which is a it's not a direct sequel to MudRunner, but it's like the continuation of of like the Spin Tires brand, and it's. It's very slow, it's very tactical, and in a sense, it, it can be a bit of a head-scratcher when you get stuck in the mud sometimes, or snow. And the weirdest thing is, like, there was that Death Stranding-inspired trailer, wasn't there? And I initially scoffed at it, but now I'm sort of seeing the parallels, and I never thought I would make that between two games. You know, one's about whatever Death Stranding's about, and one's about delivering heavy goods and general supplies across treacherous conditions, and somehow it, they've become relatable games in, in this weird gaming universe. But yeah, playing that, really enjoying it. It's a it's a very slow and sort of methodical game, but I'm, I'm I've barely scratched the surface of it. Every time I think I'm getting somewhere, and then there's there's three different regions. You've got Alaska, Michigan, and a Russian province, and there's four different areas between each. So there's twelve different areas, and the maps are bloody huge. And it's not a quick game. It's not like GTA where you've got thirty seconds to deliver a package. It's right. You've got to take this from A to B, which is in game about I don't know six miles away. And oh yeah, there's loads of rocks, mud, snow water traps all sorts and you've got to use other trucks to pull other trucks out and you've got to decide which tires you want and all that but it's going to get a hearty recommendation from me so yeah i've been playing that and i think that is pretty much it this week it's been it's been a slow one for games just just pretty much cracking into those two and oh and shred too but i can't talk about that but my review will be up for it tomorrow which is a sort of downhill mountain biking slash trials bike type game yeah which is I, oh, I can't say what it is, but yeah, it, it, a review will be out for it. That doesn't feature Scott Pilgrim. No, unfortunately, it features Sam Pilgrim, which is very disappointing for me. I'm sure it's great for Sam Pilgrim. He'll love the exposure, but sure. I was really hoping it was Scott Pilgrim. There needs to be a sequel to the Scott Pilgrim arcade game. Oh, it was awesome. Yes, it was. But yeah, that's that's been my week. It's been a it's been a quiet week for me actually, game wise. But yeah. Cool, cool, nice one. This should be fun. Paul Collins, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> surprise, surprise, not much. Um... <gasps> Oh no, right? Fucking spoiler alert. What have I done? So, uh, I did, the other day, I attempted to play, I've been watching the Spider-Man films, like the Homecoming films. Um, I already got into Spider-Man, so I thought I'd give the game a blast quickly on PS4. Last about half an hour, then, you know, pain. So, I had to stop. So, that's my game playing thing. But I did binge watch uh, Mythic Quest. I don't know if you guys have heard of that or seen it. Basically about uh, this video game company that have set up this massive online multiplayer role-playing game. And it's the best in the world and they're doing really well. And it's just basically the trials and tribulations of the programmers and the, and the lead creative people and so on and so forth. Um, it's actually quite funny. It's actually very entertaining. A lot of people say it's a bit too, uh, I don't know, a bit 
bit too kind of cliched for like, true inverted commas gamers to enjoy it, but I really liked it. A few a few developers have actually said that it's kind of like how how life is, and obviously it's been adjusted to make a bit more light-hearted viewing. But um, yeah, had one season, it was like nine episodes or something. It's really good. It starts off a bit a bit slow and what's what's going on, but later on it builds itself up and it turns into be really good. So oh. I recommend if anyone's got Apple TV Plus to uh, give that a go. Nice. I really should every week be like, what have you been watching this week? Didn't I read one of them? <laughs> yes, pretty more appropriate, isn't it, I suppose? <laughs> uh, what, what have you been playing, buddy? I've been playing Animal Crossing. Shocking, Obviously. no way. My island got a five-star rating today. Thank you very much. Excellent. Now, how, how, how does that work? Is that like a community thing? Do you like... Well, there's a character in the game called Isabel, who is your kind of curator for the island. And uh, she discovers and finds out how what people think of the island whether it be oh, okay. the people that live on it or the visitors that come to the island um you see all of this you know you don't play it you just hear from her about it and it's been steadily growing about you know we had one star at the beginning obviously then two stars and three stars then four stars then two stars something really bad happened wow i don't know what it was and then we've been slowly building it back up and we got a five star rating today and i'm very happy and so, yeah, I mean, I'm still having a great time with it. It's so cathartic. It's just pure, just zen. It's so much mellowness and joyful. People going on Twitter, hey, I need this thing. And you go, hey, I've got that thing. And they go, oh, cool. Can I get a code to your island? Like, yeah, they come over and you give them that thing and they give you something. It's a nice trade off. Have, you know? um, have you seen that story about Elijah Wood doing that? Yeah. It's like uh, the cutest thing in the world, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Even Greg Hits was moved by something. It's just like Elijah Wood. I don't see even even when he's playing Kevin in Sin City, he's still like, oh, that's Elijah Wood. And the fact that he's just <laughs> politely asked somebody if he can have some MacGuffin from their Animal Crossing island, it's like, oh, he's really polite about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose yeah, you have to, you have to ask to join, don't you? But he's just like, yes. it's it's very Elijah Wood of Elijah Wood to be polite about it. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a stock market in Animal Crossing with the turnips. So you buy turnips, and over the course of the week their prices can fluctuate up and down depending on how you can sell them. And every now and then, they can be really expansive, like 629 bells for one turnip. And so the prices are insane. And so people go, hey, my prices are crazy right now. Come to my island, sell all your turnips. And Elijah Wood was one of those people for this for this person, which was uh, which was just really cool. Good Sounds old Elijah cool. Woods. Yeah. It seems a little bit more, uh, a little bit more to the game than when I last played it, which was, I think, on the DS, I believe. Uh, which which annoyed me that stupid mole dude kept coming up. <laughs> He's not there anymore. Oh, thank God for that. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake this week, actually. Wow. All done and dusted. Well done, Square Enix, for making a game that's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I, I share the same um, issues, I think, with, with Greg. The whole, uh, 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 it does get very annoying 31 hours in. And... Oh, yeah, good. I've got that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, no, spoilers, sorry. It never ends. <laughs> yeah. I do you not find it... that, sorry, do you not find that with most sort of uh, games from the East, they have a lot of unnecessary grunting? To an extent. I mean, I've played like a lot of JRPGs in my life. And it's not, it's not too bad. It, it has its moments. But I think what makes it more exacerbated with Final Fantasy VII Remake is like I said a minute ago, it's because the dialogue was very originally like it. It wasn't all badly translated, but it was weirdly translated thing over here. So, and it's it's very anime esque in its tropes. So it is if you ever watch like any wacky animes, I don't mean the serious ones like Akira and Ghost in the Shell. I mean like 
the, the zany series is like bloody Dragon Ball, Naruto, Bleach, and all that. I don't watch a lot. Well, I don't really watch any of those ones, but they're always like the the English dubs are always well, and, and to an extent that the, the Japanese dubs as well. They're very like reactive, so they do do a lot of that. So every time they ever do anything, it's just like that. God, every time you see like South Park taking a mick out of it. Have you ever seen the the, the South Park one when they when they get weapons and then no. okay, oh, this, good good times with weapons, good, good times with weapons. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing the like they're doing. I'm not going to do a bad English Asian accent. That episode highlights what I'm talking about, like the, the parody of it, because they do a lot of random gasps and exaggerations and stuff like that. And I think, like I said, I know it is to keep it in the theme of the remake, but at the same time, they're trying to make it look more grounded and realistic, given that it's all about Mako and summoning gods and stuff. It, it, it's that juxtaposition of keeping it grounded and realistic-ish to the throwback to the crappy dialogue from the original. And it, at first, it was fine. But like Ross said, after 31 hours, he's like, Oh my god, talk to each other. Just talk to each other yeah. normally. There is a lot of that. And, and I, I'm, I'm feeling that like 20 hours in, so... Mm. Yeah, I said it in my uh, my article. Um, I wrote a kind of a, a newcomer to Final Fantasy VII article once I beat the game. And you can read it now on thinkingguns.net if you so choose. And yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenally wonderful experience. It's a 10 out of 10 game, for sure. And I loved it. I loved it to its bones. But, you know, it's not perfect. And there are these moments in it that you think they could probably do without. I think Barrett's dial, uh, Barrett's kind of voiceover is grating, and it is a little bit over the top, uh, especially when it's kind of in the more emotional moments, sort of with Tifa or with Aerith, and you know Barrett comes rambling in. in. Yeah, it's like ah oh, man, you could you, <laughs> that moment's kind of gone now. But it's just like it's just like even near the start. And I'm obviously going to paraphrase this because I can't remember. The, but he's still got something, and Cloud and Tifa just talking, and he's just like, oh, so you're going to be a little bitch about it? You're like what? They weren't even talking about yeah. that. Like. <laughs> How did you even ex- like extrapolate that from it? Just oh, yeah. and the, the the bit with the, the Shinra manager on the train, and in the original, it, it was a lot shorter than that. I'm not well. I am obviously going to spoil it, but in the original, it, there's not as much dialogue. Like the Shinra manager's on the train giving it, oh, bloody terrorist, and Barrett just walks up and says, "You got something to say?" and says, "Not as much dialogue." So this time, when he's doing his little speech to them on the train, it's like, oh, just get your point, like. You're just exposing for our sake when everyone that's played this, by you, obviously, hyperbole. Most people that have played this have played the original, so they know what you're ranting about. Just, uh, mm. yeah, so, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, you're you've gone to it as a newcomer and you're, you're seeing it, so maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just nitpicking, but then you know. No, I think it's I think it's a fair comment. I think Barrett's character is stompy and overly aggressive, and you know, it's some of his dialogue is a bit that's really strange considering you're yeah. sort of willing to kill absolutely everyone <laughs> but you know yeah. save some trees but murder everyone in the way it's a weird juxtaposition to have i guess but anyway yes. it's uh it's it's awesome and highly recommended paul go and get it for god's sake uh yes i shall good and i've been playing moving out which is the new game being published by team 17 of the guys that made overcooked it's got a very similar way to it it's you know a co-op game where you move things out of a house and you got to do it in the quickest time possible it's madcap and bonkers and crazy, and my review will be up. Uh, it should actually have been up yesterday, if you're listening to this, on the day it's going out. So look out for that one. It's it's great. It's a really, really fun game, and it should be out on the 28th, which is today, if you're listening to it again on the day it goes up. So look out for that. And that's it, really. I've been sort of jumping between Final Fantasy VII, Animal Crossing, and moving out. And Fortnite, obviously, went to the Travis Scott Astronomical live event. Holy shit. It was unbelievable. Absolutely incredible, man. These live events, I don't know how they do it. 
but from a technical standpoint, it's truly phenomenal to watch. And if even if you're not a fan of Fortnite, you should go and check it out because it's it was amazing. Well, they went to do a similar thing on Minecraft yesterday, didn't they? But it crashed. Did it? Yeah, it was that block by block west because it's obviously South by Southwest was cancelled. So they were trying to uh, do a similar thing with Minecraft, but with a lot more artists and a lot of like heavy artists as well. Um, I thought it was going to be like a kids thing. It's not. It was like an, uh, a massive uh, lineup of like heavier bands. Because I suppose Minecraft is not just a kids game. But yeah, they had to postpone some of it or all of it or, or some of the bands because I think the volume was just too much for it. So yeah. I think I think they've rescheduled to like the 16th of May or something like that. Oh, cool. Oh, I'll check that out. You've been playing Minecraft recently, Paul, haven't you? Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 well, I can't at the moment. But uh, my mate, his, him and his kids got it, and he's only sort of just discovered it. And he, long story short, on about twenty years ago, uh, me and my buddies we created this kind of cartoon series, and we drew the city in Illustrator, and it looked great and stuff. But obviously, it was twenty years ago. So he started to re- rebuild this city in Minecraft. I thought, what a great idea. And uh, he said to me, mentioned in passing, said I could co-op in and help him build a city. But I wasn't sure if that was a thing. Well, I asked you guys, and uh, he said it is. So I need to buy Minecraft, then I can get into it. Nice. I yeah. look forward to seeing that. Yeah, me too. That's a cool way to uh, to get back into the game. Absolutely. For sure. Well, I had it on the um, I had it on the Mac, and I, I, when I when I had it, oh my god, I couldn't stop using it. I nearly got sacked from work because <laughs> I was on it at work and everything. But, <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, the creation mode is where it's at. Forget the game. I just want to create. You know what I mean? Just build yeah, stuff. Yeah. Amazing. For sure. Uh, right then, I'll get through Sean's. What we've been playing. Guess what? He's been playing a lot. Shocking, I know. Um, he says, a busy week. I went back to both Snakey Bus and Cutter Slayer to get both the Platinum trophies. Did you know Dan TDM has played Snakey Bus? I was getting tips on how to play the game from my kids who reminded me of that fact every 30 seconds. <laughs> I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. The game is art. I immediately dove back in into a hard playthrough, but rage quit at the Scorpion boss half an hour in. Fuck that. Here's, a, here's actual words. I played a little more of Super Toy Cars 2, and I can't say more as I'm under embargo. Keep an eye on fingerguns.net for a review this week. The embargo lifted on MotoGP20 this week. I initially hated this game. It's a real bike racing simulator and is deeply unforgiving without all of the assists on. It doesn't have a tutorial, and it expects you to know a lot about MotoGP out of the gate. Over time, though, when you've become accustomed to the way it wants to be played, it's really rewarding. There's some cool gameplay modes. It looks excellent, and it's likely the only way you'll be getting a MotoGP fix this side of Christmas. I've been playing The Inner Friend, which is bizarre and really interesting. It's a game that explores childhood fears in symbolic ways. There will be a full review on the website soon. I also finished Ancient Enemy, and there's going to be a review up on the website shortly before this podcast goes live. While it's not going to be winning any Game of the Year awards, if you like card games played on a computer, this one's certainly worth your attention. Lastly, I've been playing Deliver Us the Moon from Wired Productions. Set 50 years from now and all of the Earth's resources have been depleted, you play as the last astronaut heading to the moon to try to reconnect facilities which will send power to Earth. It's like that gravity film meets moon crossed with that space game from a few years ago called Adrift. It's a super stylish puzzle game set in zero-G. There will be a review up on the website as soon as possible. So, another busy week for Sean Davies there, and he's reviewing everything, it would seem. <laughs> so, yeah, look out for those. Coming very, very soon. That just right. sounds like a standard week for Sean. Yeah, that's like a Tuesday for Sean, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, right then, we've got a different kind of quiz this week, ladies and gentlemen. I can't play, I can't play the intro because it's for Sean. But our one and only Paul Collette has got a quiz for us. Let's do this. <laughs> well, so hopefully I've got it all synced up, ready to go. So um, we haven't had one for a while, so I thought we'd go for a music slash sound effect type quiz. So 
Um, if you haven't played before, uh, I'm going to go through 10 sound bites, uh, music clips from video games. This week, mainly uh, retro. And uh, so you can guess what they are. Um, they're all pretty easy. I think you probably get them all, all right, but it's a bit of fun. So, yeah, a bit of paper and pen at the ready. Are you guys uh, ready to go? Yeah. Uh, cool. Yep. Okay. So, this is the first track. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. So, question one is this. <coughs> How's that? That was great. I haven't got a fucking clue what it is though. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, we're talking like we're talking like retro pool video games. So this is like nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies. This is pre pre stereo. This is like mono, isn't it? <laughs> well, I know I know two games. It's not, and I can't really think of anything else. Oh, shit, uh, I could give you a clue, but since you just took the piss out my age, I don't think I will. That's Ross fair. took the piss out your age. I agree with Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, you probably won't have played it, but I think you'll know the game. Um, it's, it's, it's recently had a remake. How about that? That's a clue for you. A remake or a sequel? Uh, remake. Yeah. Okay, ready? Question two. If Ross doesn't get this one, or you for that matter. What do you mean? When you say things like that, it's obviously I'm going to go <laughs> right. It's a game that Ross has played then. So I think you both. I think you're going to be Shenmue, it. isn't it? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you're you're both going to get this one. Let's anyway, go. Shut up. This is it. <laughs> Are these all Sega games? Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> okay, question three. Ready. This is a tough quiz. I think you're a sadist. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to do this for 55 episodes, haven't you? I absolutely have. <laughs> waiting for like zero out of ten for both of us. <laughs> Could this be the first zero out of ten? I think so. I'm, no, no, I'm no. You, you, you get, you get oh, that's fine. This is going to be fine. You'll get this one. I promise. <laughs> All right, question four. There you go. How's it? That's from Catchphrase, wow. isn't it? <laughs> play uh, it again. No, play it again. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me just scrub back a minute. Hold on. It's close. You're right. But it's not. <laughs> Say what you see. Um. Oh God, no. I I fucking lost. Uh, I we play it again? No, it's fine. I I haven't been eating enough fish. My brain's melted. Oh jeez. All right. So question five. Question five. <laughs> so evil got it well this is this is a bit different isn't it you know some real challenge for a change yeah is this from like a taito collection of games that are really obscure or something no no that each one is an individual game yeah. and they're all quite famous games as well they're not like uh obscure ones put it that way okay question six are you ready yeah <laughs> 
What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm in, I'm in my prime. It's my time to shine. <laughs> Can we play again? Yes, please. Yeah, you might as well. There you go. Oi, dog, fuck off. Uh, no, I didn't say that. Oi, <laughs> punk. Thug, oi, thug, back off, or something like that. It was but punk. Punk, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's only one game I can think of, but I, it's, a, it's a reach. Well, no, it could be. Uh, okay, so are we ready for question seven? Oh, my God. <laughs> if you don't get this one, I'm going to shoot you both, okay? Wow. Oh, typical <laughs> London, huh? <laughs> ready? Hooray, uh, right, I've got at least one. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you got that one. You have to have got that one. I know that one, yeah. I think I said it last week. Oh, you might have done, actually. Uh, I'm just going to go on? and uh, re-listen to last week's yeah, podcast. I'll be right back. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are on question eight. Or soundbite eight, should we say. For some reason, well, my computer started buffering, and there's a bit more to it. Let me try that again. <laughs> There you go. One out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a clue for that one? Can we I have don't a think I'll make a difference, but yeah, go on. Um, it's it's one of the series of games we've been talking about today. Mm. Eh? Mm. Doesn't sound like Animal Crossing. <laughs> I don't recall it in SnowRunner. Okay. <laughs> All right, question nine. Are you guys ready? Mm, yes. yes. Absolutely not by the sounds of things. Okay, here we go. Enough of that. <laughs> I feel like I'm being punished. For Fun something. quiz, right? Sorry? I feel like I'm being punished for something. Oh, no, no, no. It's just me, you know, making the most of my age and experience over you youngsters, that's all. That's, yep, you're doing it very well. We need to. Excellent. Well, the good news is this is the last question, question 10. Oh. So you, you believe that's oh, me, I'm no. assuming so. <laughs> all right, here we go. Question 10. Yeah. Let's go. I recognise that. So I've got two out of ten. Well played. Oh, wow. Now I've got to try and re-cue these for the answers at the end. So <laughs> bear with me while I do a bit of clicking. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Paul. Uh, you are most most welcome. That was that, that. That sure was something. I think I, I don't think I got any, but we'll find out. That was that was definitely that was definitely a quiz. It was. Some would say some in the past have been too easy. <laughs> and Paul. Paul rocks up and shows us how it's supposed to be done. Well, this is it. I mean, if I can get ten, a 10 out of a quiz sometimes, I think it needs to up the game, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Right, let's move on to some news. And we haven't got a lot of news this week, so we're going to go through a couple of things that did catch our eye. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn could be a trilogy, as a rumour floating around from VGC. 
This is written by Mr. Andy Robinson. PlayStation and Guerrilla Games are planning a trilogy of Horizon Zero Dawn games. Multiple sources have told VGC that Sony Interactive Entertainment has greenlit ambitious plans for the post-apocalyptic open-world franchise, which debuted in 2017 with a 10 million selling Horizon Zero Dawn. Amsterdam-based Guerrilla have always desired to deliver a series of Horizon games, and a multi-part script was written, but the plan was only officially agreed after the original game's strong debut on PS4. The next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, started development soon after the first game's successful release, sources said. Initially, the game was planned for PlayStation 4. However, it's thought the development has now entirely shifted focus to Sony's next-gen console. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is said to be gigantic in scope and with a larger game world and more freedom to explore than its predecessor. People with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of a co-op feature, although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode. At one point, Guerrilla was planning to release a standalone co-op game preview with progress carrying over to the later full version of Zero Dawn 2. One person involved told VGC. However, it's not clear if those plans are still in place. Um, the article goes on. I will uh, link it in the description below if you want to have a full read of that. But those are the main bullet points. So, uh, Mr. Greg Hicks, would you be down for Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Maybe looking yeah. into a trilogy? Do you fancy a bit of co-op Aloy action? Um, well, co-op, not so much. I like me single player to be single player. But yeah, I'm open for a trilogy. I'm just kind of hoping it doesn't suffer the Back to the Future and Matrix thing of... What was it? What was the line there? They they started writing it off the success of the first one. Uh, yes, they had a plan for three, but it was only greenlit once the success of the first one was confirmed. Yeah, that to me smacks of bullshit because they did that, like I said, with the other two film franchises. Back to the Future did really well, and they went, "Oh, have loads of money, write some sequels," and that's why Back to the Future Two was okay, but the third one kind of, you know, wasn't. And then you got the Matrix, which was its own self enclosed story, and then obviously it made all of the money at the end of the century and they went quick fire some sequels out and then it just yeah so not being cynical i'm actually quite looking forward to it. i would be quite looking forward to a trilogy but if they can have the content there and it doesn't suffer from that well that trilogy syndrome that a lot of things do you know like spider-man films that kind of thing so yeah i i welcome for more of that world i i really enjoyed horizon i really enjoy the sort of ai sci-fi kind of things anyway I just hope there's enough content for them to put into three games. I think it's bold to say, oh, yeah, we plan a trilogy because you've either got to deliver it in two parts. If a second one doesn't want to do, if the second one doesn't do as well, then they're going to be, you know, doomed or heavily reduced by the third one. I'm not saying the second one would do badly, but the first one was groundbreaking, not for the open world style gameplay, but for what it brought on. But the second one, everyone's going to go, cool, we've already kind of seen this. So I hope it does keep that momentum going. Absolutely, I'd love to see it, it continue. But I hope they've got enough content to fill three games. But I would rather they focus on a second game and then if that did well, go, oh, look, we've written another scenario for a third game. Do you know what I mean? It's Max of sort of gambler's fallacy to go, oh, yeah, we've got a trilogy's worth and then not be able to deliver on it. Yeah, I mean, what's um, what comes across here is, you know, they, they've written a story and they're just going to divide it into three chunks. Yeah, essentially, right. And you know, I think the ending of Horizon, I don't know if it lended itself to a sequel. Well, there was there was what's his name, uh, Silence, because he's mm. got he's got Hades. Was it Hades the core? I mean, have you guys both finished it? I mean, it's been yeah, two yeah, years yeah. now, and I, I'm not really spoiling it, am I? Because it's been out for a while. Uh, yeah, we're going to spoil Horizon Zero Dawn, by the way. If cool. you're spoiler, spoiler warning. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, Silence has Hades core in his weird little lantern thing, doesn't he? And he says, "You and me are going to have a." Big old catch up, or we're gonna have a lot of catching up to do, or something like that. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he, he, you, you take out the Hades core at the end, and then, or it, it's a core they've recovered, and then you see silence, because because when you defeat the core, there's like the, I don't know, AI spirit flies out, and it goes back to its main body, doesn't it? Or it's going back to its main body. And then, yeah, silence has got his weird little tracking, uh, capturing Ghostbuster-style trap, which captures the essence, spirit, AI, whatever of it. And it kind of leaves open to that. So... I mean, there is there is that scope of it, but who would you? Where would Aloy go from this? I mean, is it going to carry on and go like he's going to resurrect Hades by mistake, and Aloy's going to get dragged back into it because she's got no no motive as such? Because the first one, well, she kind of gets she's looking for her mother, isn't she? And then she gets dragged into the the larger picture. But is she going to carry on and go? Oh, I've got to take it out again because then that's just the same story again, isn't it? I mean, it would seem that way, wouldn't it? Because I'm assuming maybe Hades will return, and the people that live in that land are like, oh wait, we need Aloy again. Yeah, and Aloy's on a beach somewhere, chilling. I wonder if it'll be like, oh, here's actually a second Hades we made, like a backup Hades, and now it's taking over another part of another land, and you've got to travel over to there. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that, again, that's that sounds like I'm being cynical. I'm not. I've just been, I've just been burned by sequels too many times, man. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see more of that world, but I don't know how they can expand on it without it sounding like a retread of the first game. You know, like, mm. oh, we've just moved you to a different locale and it looks shinier, but it's the same concept. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Paul, have you got any thoughts on a second Horizon Zero Dawn? What would you want from it? Uh, well, I hope. Um, I mean, if this is going to be a trilogy, that's great. I mean, the first, I, I didn't actually finish the first game, so thanks for uh, uh, you know why catching you, me up. And, why don't you interrupt to, then? To, to speed. That's <laughs> no, fine because I, I won't ever finish it anyway. So it's nice to know what happened. But uh, <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed what I played. But the reason why I didn't finish it because it kind of suffered uh, for me at least uh, from open world syndrome, where it's kind of like just fetch quests. Essentially, it might have been just up with some bells and whistles, but sometimes you just think, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what the solution to that is. My worry being, if they're on the PS5, we've got more uh, memory and the world will be bigger, and therefore bigger places to fetch quests to and from, and we go from A to Z 300 times. It's just, uh, I don't know. Um, but what I did play, the first I don't know, first half of the game, I think I got, got to, um, I really enjoyed. Uh, if I can expand on that, if I can... Uh, think of something new, think of more things to do rather than, I don't know, just carrying a pail of water to up the hill or whatever they do, I can't remember. Then it'd be great, but if they're just going to have a bigger world but the same thing, then it's just, it's not going to be really, it's not really going to add to anything. It's not going to blast the game into the stratosphere as one of the all-time greats, like, you know, it should be. I don't think it's there just yet, but I think it has the potential of the two and three as a trilogy. If they absolutely made it, then, you know, happy days. I tried to play Red Dead 2 uh, again the other day, and um, and that's a, that's a fetch quest game, only you're fucking walking so slow or whatever. It's just, oh, my God, it's infuriating. And it had a beautiful world. It was massive. But if, you, if, you, if getting from A to B is just like a boring drag, then... Um, I don't know what the solution is to that, but I hope I hope that Horizon Zero Dawn has a solution to it because I really like these games to be like the you know have the success they probably deserve. Yeah, yeah. Would you be up for a co-op mode? Like oh, me absolutely. And you tearing across the uh, ground, breaking down robot dinosaurs. Yeah, of course. I mean, I've had the most fun I've had in gaming ever has been co-op, and that was a Warhawk and Grand Theft Auto Five. So if it's mm. like a sandboxy type world where you can build your own monstrous dinosaurs and ride them into battle and whatever and have a lot of fun with it that'd be great yeah oh man see. that sounds awesome i know right you're oh, listening gorilla you're listening yeah gorilla? i've got to, uh, on I've got to find out gorilla <laughs> it's like give me a job <laughs> what now because <laughs> you can uh you, you can take over the monsters can't you you know what i mean you can yeah. take over the robots exactly so you can build you your own. Just, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, so all the, all the monsters you do kill, you scrap parts, take them back to a base and then build it. Yeah. Jump on the back of a tall neck, get his head <laughs> down, spin his head around and use it as a blade. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm all over it. <laughs> Winner. Bring it on. So yeah, that's uh, Horizon. Uh, Sean has some thoughts on this as well. I think most people expected a sequel to Horizon. It's, it left some interesting threads to explore, and I'd not be surprised if they went to turn it into a trilogy. Regarding co-op, so long as the game plays just as well in solo play, I'm all for it. As an aside, it looks as though Guerrilla Games are planning to be working on Horizon games for a long time, and I hope Sony are looking for someone else to develop a Killzone title, because that series deserved more. Do we agree? Do we want more Killzone? I, I, uh, no. <laughs> okay. It was far too generic for my liking, but... You know, I can see his point. I mean, it was a it's much overlooked game, especially on the PS3. It's like, like the all single dancing game to show off the power, but um, it was just too generic for my liking. I mean, um, nah, I'm, I'm done yeah. with that. I remember playing Shadowfall at the start of the PS4 era, mm. and yeah, it didn't click for me really. It no, was, I don't know uh, why though. Mm, I sort of playing through it was like this isn't this isn't fun. I'm just kind of plodding along. Yeah. Yeah. Not really enjoying it. Greg, have you got any thoughts on a kill zone continuation? Yeah, I'd like to see it. I'd like I know that's I know it's annoying in a first person shooter market now that everything does become a sort of amalgamated mass of shooters and getting a bit stale. And a franchise like Killzone did sort of like you say, it Shadowfall didn't click for, I finished it through, but Shadowfall for me got a bit yeah, boring and whatnot. But then Mercenary on the Vita was really, really good. So there is there is a world there for them to go into, but I don't know where they would go to in the continuation because in in the franchise history, like Hellgan's blown up, the Hellgas are living on Earth or somewhere. Where can they go from there? So unless they do like a retroactive one or bring back the first one, because the first one, for all its faults, was really good. I mean, Killzone 2 got all the hype. Well, you know, the, the misrepresented trailer hype for PS2 and whatnot. Uh, sorry, for PS3. But I don't know, revisit the first one revamp that go back to that with a new engine possibly it's it had good game and good scope it just yeah was a bit poorly received your memory of video games man it's it's undeniable yeah i, I struggle with phone numbers but i'm pretty good with <laughs> old, old games not as old as yeah. paul's memory with his bloody sound quiz but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah can't remember phone numbers but remember the name of the antagonist in killzone 2 oh the antagonist oh christ no i can't yeah Never mind. oh no <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start a quiz as well, Ross? Jesus. <laughs> He'll tell us in Slack tomorrow, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll come to me about midnight tonight and I go, ah, so-and-so. I know who it was voiced by. Was it Keeper Sutherland? God. <laughs> <laughs> was it pronounced Seager? Oh, it's General General Radich or something like that. It was voiced by Sean Pertwee. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Son of John Pertwee, the third Doctor. Yes, and I've met Sean Lovely. Pertwee. Met him at a cinema in London and we chatted to him and he was really nice. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Put, in a put a, cool. We can put him in a celebrities who are not dicks list. Oh. I want to get a photo I'm... with him, and he was like, "Oh no, turn around because the sun's up there, and it'll be in your face." So I was like, "Oh my god, cute!" <laughs> oh, nice guy, Sean. But he, um, he, he obviously he obviously heard us talking because me and my we, there's three of us. It was at Baker Street Cinema called Everyman, which is like if you've ever been to an Everyman Cinema, they're really cool. Yeah, it's like sofas and yeah, yeah. And... It's like it's like a cocktail lounge slash reception, and then yeah, like proper recliner. And we were, we were going to, I mean, I'm obviously going a bit anecdotal now, but yeah, we were, we were ordering our tickets and his voice next to us went, oh, can I get a, oh, sorry, chaps. I was, to I was like, that sounds familiar. I was like, oh my God, it's your battery. 
I didn't do that, but in my head I did. And I we went to the screen, and it was it was a very quiet like afternoon. It was it was Dark Knight Rises. That's how I know what film it was. Obviously, might have been reviewing and researching for his Alfred role, upcoming Gotham. Don't know, but yeah, with there's two of us, and we're there. And my friend, my friend Pete, who we're there going, he's in Event Horizon. Uh, no, he's in an Equilibrium. No, he's in Dog Soldiers. No, and then we got out of the screen afterwards. He's like, oh yeah, and then Sean came out just after us, and I was like. Can I be an absolute tourist to get a photo with you? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yay. If I find the photo, I'll put it in Slack. You can see I'm proper, like, gurning my tits off. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever met a celebrity that was a dick? <sighs> Not really. I try talking to some, like, artists after gigs, and they just... Sometimes they're all right, but sometimes you can tell they're just not interested. Like, they've done their set, and, like, you go and buy some merch or something, and you go, oh, I was really going to go. Oh, uh, cheers. Like, I mean, I don't want, I don't want adoration. I don't want... I don't want recognition for being an adoring fan, but they're just like, uh, cool. And it's like, oh, all right. I, yeah. won't, I won't ask you to sign this merch I'm buying then. Cheers. Yeah. But, I know yeah, no, I've never... Can I, can I say on a side note, I think the, the nicest people to get like photos with and things like that are footballers. So no, I don't do football, do I? So, like... Well, this this, this, uh, this is get what's going. I've got a photo with David Beckham. I know you have a photo with David Beckham. I've seen it. I know. He's a nice guy as well. He's eating pie and mash for his family, so he had time for photos. Yeah, Ross, Ross got touched by Michael Jackson. Oh, Christ. Yeah, so a lot of kids. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. I was leaving oh. that as an open ended innuendo, but oh, dear. I shook the man's yeah. hand, all right? That's it. <laughs> was it his hand, though? <sighs> you know. This is getting yeah. cut. Fuck off. It is. No, it's not. <laughs> Leave it in. Fun. I met, uh, I met uh, Zach Braff. Oh, nice. In London. And uh, yeah, he was an asshole. Really? I didn't want to ruin Zach Braff for you, but uh, yeah, he's just a just a just a douche douchebag. Yeah. Well, um, it's not quite meeting somebody, <laughs> but I was at a reef concert. If they don't know you're there, it's technically stalking. <laughs> Where did you place your hands? Excuse me. Reef, place your hand. No, oh, never mind. Oh, oh Lord. No, no, no. The, the bassist here, he jumped into the crowd as he do, and then I reached up and detuned his guitar and he laughed at me. That was quite good. Not as he like, <laughs> laughed at me, but he laughed along with it. It's quite funny. He got back on the stage and just twanged it back and got it back in tune again. Wicked. <laughs> you detuned Reese's bassist's guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It'd be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought to do that at a gig before. Paul call it gig. Well, they don't let stage dive anymore, do they? Hey, health and safety work, correct? I, I got hit in the head by Skin Dread's bases because we were at the cavern and next to it. <laughs> get very close. And I was at the front row and he just sort of leaned forward and doof. And I was like, ow, fuck. I was on such a good time, I didn't really care, but it was like, oh yeah, it was smacked in the head. Good times. Yeah. Amy Lee shot me finger guns once. That was cool. Who did? Amy Lee, the lead singer of Evanescence. Nice. Mm. Good for you, though. Well into her at the time. Oh, my God. That was a moment. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Tangent. <laughs> so, so we didn't have much this week, so we're just filling yeah. up the time. <laughs> we're padding this out with celebrity meetings. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to... Um, I'm going to get into designery world with Paul Collett today and talk about the Xbox Series X logo, which has been somewhat revealed through a copyright uh, request. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to just... Or want to be reminded of it, I'm going to throw it into the Slack, uh, the podcast Slack. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, Sean's put it up. Oh, you just done it. Yep. And and yeah, really, just wanted. There's not really a lot to go on, but I thought I'd. Uh, I thought the robot last week was bad. <laughs> oh, the PlayStation <laughs> robot. Bless him. Uh, so yeah, uh, Paul, have you got any uh, designery uh, thoughts on the Series X logo? What it may, 
what it may mean? Can you see a deeper meaning in it than maybe we we can't see? Uh, no, to me, it's very lazy. I mean, I, mean, I think I said this on Slack the other day. I mean, um, so the PS4 had a logo, PS4, uh, and now the PS5 logo has been revealed. It's just PS5. But that's fine because they have, like, the series being PS1 to 5. And, um, and you know, and it, it, giving it 5 and numbers like 4, five, four and 5 so on, it, it, it brings with it an air of excitement. Oh, what does number five bring? Oh, it's next step up. It's an evolution. The logo can say the same. It doesn't matter. It's just what it means. It's it's PS5. Amazing. And you get really excited by it because you just feel the wonder. Now, the Xbox has had this kind of circle that X split through it since day one, and it, it was a bad logo from the start, but they stuck with it. It's evolved slightly from a, from a, a 3D sphere to more of a flat color. It's better for it. Um, but... Think about Xbox. It's never really had an identity. I don't think it, it's it's been Xbox and it's been Xbox 360 and it's been Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox One S. There's been no real identity. Nothing to like join them all together into one sort of family. Um, and the Series X, it's just it just doesn't instill any excitement. You're like, wow, wow, Series X. It's it doesn't bring anything to what's been before. It, it which is kind of weird because nor, nor does PS5, but like I said earlier, the, the, the incremental numbers of a PlayStation just fills you with excitement and anticipation because of the number, the way it uses numbers. The Series X is just, I don't get it. It's just like, uh, it's like a forward slash. You obviously haven't seen it on the podcast. It's forward slash. There's another forward slash going the other way, but with bits cut off to make an X. And the Series down the side is Helvetica typeface by looks stick, very lazy. Um and it just it just looks so boring. And I don't know if it's Microsoft's big let's move away from the Xbox and just go Xbox and just call it Series X rather than Xbox at all, just ditch that entirely because there's no reference to Xbox on the new logo. But I just don't feel any kind of anticipation for what they've got up their sleeve. And now it might be slightly dampened by the fact I'm not a big Xbox fan anyway, but I like good design. I like things that work i just don't think that works it's it's a very lazy logo and i wouldn't be surprised i mean i know it's been this was this on well, copyright a trademark site or was it just something that's been doing the rounds you know us yeah it was uh it was found on a uh, copyright page it's not been confirmed yet by xbox but yeah it was it was on a patent request or a copyright request through them oh, okay so looks legit. so i mean i i i wouldn't be surprised if that was a final logo it may have just knocked something together to paint the name or some font or colours or whatever. Um, but I'd be very surprised if that was a final name. If it is the final name, final logo, then it is interesting because they've completely dropped the Xbox moniker completely. There's no reference to Xbox, so they could be ditching that. This could be the brand new way forward for Microsoft. It could be just the Series X, and that's it, which in my mind is better. They can start afresh. Um, but yeah, I, I, just, I just don't think it's... I just don't think it's working, and I do hope they, they have something a bit better up their sleeve for the final thing. Does any of that make any sense to you guys? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. so that's my thoughts, yeah. It's just interesting to get your perspective, because I can look at it and go, okay, that's a logo. It right. doesn't do anything particularly exciting. It's, you know, Series X, and that's what it is. Yeah, um, I mean, the thing mm-hmm. about logos, I mean, you know, logos and design... Uh, most things have a corporate style, and that sounds really wanky, but it's a corporate style. And if you've got a corporate style, that that corporate style will go through all your products, like PS, 
PlayStation. Is that they've had the PS logo since the very first one. They still use it today. That's their corporate logo. And the PlayStation 5 has a font. And it's the same as the PS5. Uh, 4 has a font and so on. So it kind of it all links together. You can see it all belongs to the same family. If you go onto the letterhead of a company, any old company, they have a color, they have a logo, and they have a whole rule book of how the logo can be used. Um, and, and that brings everything together. It wraps everything up. You can have a, a, a van, a letterhead, a comp slip, business card, posters, whatever it is. It will follow the same brand and colors. and It will look like it's part of the same family. Um, so the Xbox had the green. It's always been green and black. And it was green and white, and now it's just black and white. And it's just, where do you go? What is it? You know, I understand the evolution of a, of a brand, but there's still nothing really tying it all together. And I don't understand it. So that's just my take. I could be completely wrong. The, the new X logo could be the, the tear in, in the original sphere. It had a kind of tear, like it was tearing open a, a I don't know, a cheese. That's what it looks like, I suppose. And I guess this could be. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, you know what I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. The original circle is just like uh, a cheese abyss or something. New X. It could be a logo type of that to get rid of the globe and the circle completely and just have an X. In that sense, it could work. But uh, you know, until we know, we, we don't know. But it's just my take on it, really. Cool. Thank you, Bob. Sorry, Greg. Have you got any thoughts on the Series X logo? Now, considering I'm not as graphically minded as Paul, and he did put some very good um, points across that. Like I said the, the PlayStation is an identifiable brand, and they've kept the same thing, and it's worked for them. Look, they've got like the two top-selling consoles of all time, whereas the Xbox have changed, and it's like they can't settle on one design. So from Paul's point of view, it, that makes perfect sense. Uh, from a non-graphical point of view, as an average consumer, what the fuck is it? It just... It looks lazy. It's just it looks like a like a void stamp, like a void X. Someone's gone, yes, that's what we're gonna have. It's edgy. It's cutting. You know, it's oh, it it just looks lazy. And you could argue the PlayStation logo is lazy, but it's not. It's it's sticking. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So the PlayStation One is is a recognizable brand, but this, if it's just Series X, everyone's gonna go, what is it? Is it a new channel on the nine hundreds in Sky? Is it something else? <laughs> what is it? You got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. Just... Uh, Twelve o'clock to one o'clock free preview. <laughs> I wonder um... who's tired. <laughs> Wait, the free previews are an hour now. Well, I don't know. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> but the worst thing about its logo is that some fucking design company got paid absolute tons of money for that. I could if have done that for a fiver, do you know what I mean? Well, not fiver. You, you need to put your prices a bit higher than me. Yeah. Um, it I mean, reminds if, me if, of when KFC's, their kind of subtitle, their brand thing was so good. That was it. So good. Now think of the marketing and the marketing budget that went into coming up with that oh no yeah that's, nah, isn't it? that's what this reminds me of it's uh, like sorry, a, Bruce, it's, it's like a high octane meeting like guys guys two words for you so good and mcdonald's are like we can beat that three words i'm loving it yeah but the other thing about this logo and i think you can say about the whole name series x what does it you know, like, Greg, what does it mean what is it like is it like a new brand of like Consoles? Is there going to be a series of them, as in there's X, Y, and Z? There's going to be like, like I don't know, like a pro version, a cheap version, and a fucking crank wheeled version. Yeah, if, you call it, if you call it the X2, it's going to be what the X Men felt like. I mean, 
it doesn't. I know really... it's going to be X Series Two. It's going to be Triple X at one point. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I think I mean the console is probably what matters. Let's be fairness. Probably going to like rock the world, but Microsoft's branding generally is just like their Windows branding. Uh, the Zoom, remember that fucking thing? Oh, the iPod, the iPod beta, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, uh, um... it's, it's trying to be cool and edgy, isn't it? It's like it's it's the poochie. It's like the constant poochieing of everything. Like, oh, we need to bring in something that's hip and fresh. And it's like, no, you don't. Just no, you don't. Keep keep with something recognizable, like Xbox One. Like, I mean, the naming naming went wrong when it got to 360. Like, what was the logic behind that? I mean, yeah, I know it was a 360 thing. Yeah, I was thinking the sequel to that is going to be the 720, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Hell? I'm obviously being like, I'm obviously being like hyperbolic because there is a, i mean out there there is a reason why they call it the 360 but they didn't need to xbox xbox 2 xbox 3 yeah. or x or even like even just xbox third generation but no 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 that's not right because it's console generation so that would be contradictory but it's almost like trying to be the cool uncle version of consoles <laughs> like playstation is one two three four and then the handheld ones psp playstation portable you know vita all right you know latin for life but they tried and ironically it died but just yeah, Xbox is trying to be like, oh yeah, well ours is called like the 360 Megabuster Flip Switch Edition. It's like, no, just call it a natural <laughs> progression of numbers or console names or something. You know, like Xbox I'm... Alpha, Xbox Beta. All right, that's normally stages of development titles. That's that's like a a, a building thing as opposed to like a naming thing because you have Alpha and Beta builds of games. But they're just trying something different each time, and it just doesn't work. Like you go to work and go, have you got a Series X to Anyone that doesn't play games, they'd be like, "What are you on about?" Whereas if I go, oh, "I got a PlayStation," I'd be like, "Oh, cool," or you know, yeah. or that that generic soccer mom thing of everything's Nintendo. But then Nintendo is a brand that everyone recognizes. You know, everything's Nintendo. That's the running joke, isn't yeah. it? You're playing on your Nintendo again. But to call it like if Xbox Series X is a mouthful, just to call it Series X loses its identity as an Xbox console, and they just can't stick to a a, a normal naming pattern. It just makes no sense. I know because if you think like uh, the Xbox One X, what does that even mean? Uh, yeah, so the, it, it, it just Xbox like it says One. Onyx. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Xbox One? I'm surprised nobody where, in the market. Where was the Xbox Two? Yeah, you know what I mean, why, why, why is it not the Xbox Two? Because it'd be less than 360, wouldn't it? So it, yeah, it, it's it's. <sighs> but then no one in the marketing realised that Xbox One abbreviated spell Xbone. It's like, <laughs> oh god, you paid someone millions for that, and then they released it in five minutes on the internet. It was like <laughs> Xbone. Like, oh. How did that? But even now, I, th- I think the Xbox Series X is, just sounds like sex. It does look shit. More look at it. I'm back just back like... to your original point. Yeah, the the logo itself just looks lazy. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I mean, um, hot take. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I've only I've only got an Xbox like because it came with a phone. I probably wouldn't have bought one this generation otherwise. I would have sucked it up about the games that I wanted to play on it. But then the games, the exclusive games I have played. The reason I actually got one. Was Quantum Break, and that turned out to be a bit meh. But well, like um, it was good. But it, I mean, I wouldn't have bought a console for it. Like I said, I, I got one with my phone, so that wasn't too bad. But I wouldn't have bought a console for it. And had I not got one with my phone a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't have bought one. So I've I've lost a lot of. I mean, I, I do play it from time to time now, and obviously review games on it. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing about. I said the other week, I'm not technically minded anyway, so I'm not getting into the console wars thing. But there's nothing about this one that makes me go, I actually do want to get one. There's nothing that's really swayed me on it so far. So that's that. if that logo was an attempt to win players back or get people to go, wow, that's amazing, I want to know all about it, then it's failed on my part. Or, sorry, failed on their part towards me, anyway, as a consumer. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
they've they've always been so they've always mishandled their branding. It's always been a problem because they've changed it through every generation. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the the 360 was only called that, so it didn't sound a generation behind the PS3. Obviously, there wasn't a that was originally the plan. I think uh was it was it Major Nelson said that once? I can't remember. But yeah, it was only a 360 because they didn't want to be the Xbox 2 going up against the PlayStation 3. So it's a it's a very weird set of circumstances and so Yeah. They uh yeah, they keep they keep... They could have called it like the next box, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I just sent you guys a um, a logo on Slack. It's, it's a PNG, so you can't see it very well, unfortunately. But it's the Series X logo. Uh, so it's Xbox. It's got the Xbox circle, and it's just got Series X underneath. Oh, that actually works. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. That looks like it's that, a new. That makes more sense. Thing, yeah, but then I mean it seems that's like the a, like blacklisted version. Yeah, that's the one that was on the original reveal at the uh, the Game Boys. Yeah. And yeah, seemingly this new logo is going to be the one that's going to be planted on front of all of the consoles, and. Who knows, mate? It's a mystery, mate. An absolute mystery. It's a mystery. Xboxes are a mystery. They have been forever. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, hey, Halo's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Let's jump into the quiz answers. This should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, okay, so I think I've queued them back up again to where they were. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, so, question one was this. So, <laughs> Roscoe, what you got? Um, I've just written Ball Lake. <laughs> and Greg, what have you got? I've written Pass, but I don't think that's actually a game title. No. This was actually Gods on the Amiga. What? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that, game, that game we've never mentioned. <laughs> is it a bit my brother's game, isn't it? It is, yeah. And they had, they had a remake. Was it last year, I think, came out, I believe? Did it? Yeah, or hate it's yeah, kind of like a HD remake, which I haven't played yet, so I don't know if that music's still part of it, which I might have to check out at some point. Um, but yeah, gods. So I guess that's no one got that one right then. That's remastered on Steam. No one got that. I think. <laughs> okay, so question two was this. Greg, what you got for that? I thought it was the end of like one of the Sonic the Hedgehogs until the weird vocals came in at the end, and then I just had no fucking idea. So I just put Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's not Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's uh, go. What have you got? It did sound familiar to me, but I uh, I couldn't put a I couldn't put a number on it. I'm <gasps> sorry. Why? I'm sorry. I thought you'd know. Oh, sorry. It's Shenmue. Uh, it's a tomato store. Greg said it was Shenmue. Didn't I jokingly say? I bet it's bloody like Shenmue. <laughs> you did as well, yeah. Uh, You're absolutely right, Paul. I'm sorry. God damn it. Uh, so, yes, that was uh, the tomato store in Shenmue where you go and buy various bits and pieces that make no difference to the game at all. Okay, question three was this. Roscoe, what do you got? S- uh, Spider-Man? Oh, I thought you had it then, but you started with S. Uh, Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't got anything. 
okay. So that was Streets of Rage. Was it? I've got all three soundtracks and I don't recognise it. That was from level five? Of what? The first game? Yeah. I did not recognise it. I've got them all on bloody record. You were in the boat. Remember the boat at the orange level? Yeah, now, well, now I can obviously agree with you, but yeah, it just didn't, didn't work. It's a great track. So, question number three Four. was this. Greg, what you got? Wait, what? Did you play the... I didn't hear anything then. Oh, let me try it again then. This is, this is a question four, yeah? This is a question four, yeah. yeah. I haven't got anything for the answer, so... <laughs> it's the one I thought was catchphrase, but I can't remember. It's, I should know what it is, but no, nothing. No. Moscow, what have you got? Um, have I got robot erection? Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh, okay. It's Super Mario World. Wait, what? When you're in a level? Yeah. This is the key. This it didn't key sound like it. Yeah, it didn't sound like it. Yeah. You, you get the key, you drag into the old keyhole. Yeah, yeah I, I played that game to death. And there's, there's a great little feature. If you've got Yoshi on your back, and as you, if you've got something in his mouth, and if you when he's doing that, if you spit something out of Yoshi's mouth, it makes the sound drag out. So Yoshi goes, and it drags it out. You still, you <laughs> oh. still all the time. Didn't recognise that sound, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I thought you might have got that one. I, I honestly thought that when I heard it the first time I was like no it doesn't sound like it so oh. well it's the only sound it could not be correctly accurate because I find it on YouTube but it's sounds oh, right. close enough it's to just, me it's just my brain going <laughs> whoop out my ear right so question five is this hmm <laughs> Ross what you got is it the original GTA oh no it's not good guess ah uh... <laughs> Greg, what you got? Um, I didn't write an answer then, but I'm going to have a punt now. It's, I don't expect to get the point if I win it, but it's not Twisted Metal, is it? No, it's not. Uh, it's actually Speedball 2. Oh, son of a bitch. I thought I, I tried to get a bit of the clip where the guy shouts out ice cream because that was quite I, famous. I, I could hear him say ice cream, yeah. yeah but Yeah, that's quite famous. I thought I might give it away a bit, but. Yeah, if not. you're old. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> So, question six is this one. Ross, what you got? Um, is it Shenmue? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Greg, what have you got? Um, on a random punt, I put Narc. Uh, no, good, 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 uh, good guess. Same sort of like a violent cop game I can think of. Uh, good good thinking, but it's actually from Pit Fighter. Pit Fighter. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the big fat guy on the front of it? Yeah, it's like the first digitized fighter before Mortal Kombat came along. It looked like it looked like Rise of the Robots, that kind of thing. He's got a big fat guy with a mustache and red trousers on the front of it. Uh, yeah, no mustache, but red trousers. Yeah, big oh, fat yeah. guy. Yeah, Pit Fighter. Yeah, that's oh, the I'm first digitized game to come out, and then then Mortal Kombat come along and showed how it's done. Oh yeah, I'm looking at <laughs> it now. Oh god, that game. Yeah. Right, question seven is this one. Doesn't matter, I'm sure you got this one anyway. Uh, Roscoe, what have you got? Uh, Greg, what did you get? I got Ultimate Beast. Uh, Ross, what have you got? I got whatever Greg got. Does that <laughs> get me a point? Uh, no. Oh, never mind. I thought I'd try your tactic. But I didn't get it. <laughs> but you know, Greg got it, it never so worked. It never worked does that mean so, I get it uh, too? 
Uh, it was, in fact, all the beef. Well done, Greg. You get a point. One point. If I win on one point, that's going to be hilarious. That is going to be funny. So, uh, question eight is this one. One of my favourite bits of music from a video game ever, that is. Uh, Greg, what you got? Is it a Final Fantasy? Uh, it is, but what number? Oh, I don't know. One of them. Oh, Ross, what you got? Uh, Final Fantasy VI. Oh, damn. So close. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, Greg, I need a number, I'm afraid. Uh, nine. Yes, it is. Nine. Really? Yes. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounds, it. It, sounds, it sounds too old to be one of the future ones from, from A, and it doesn't sound like anything from Final Fantasy VII. So. Uh, yeah, it's actually the, the boss music from Final Fantasy IX, and I love that music. Also, also my... Theater Pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's arguably, arguably my favourite Final Fantasy game. Anyway, so uh, question nine is this one. Fucking awful. What is it? Greg, what's, what's your guess? I'm going to go with the tried and tested formula of just writing pass. <laughs> okay, no. What's the guy, what you got? Uh, Shadowrun. No. Oh, yes, I, I like earlier, funny enough. I, I liked you went for the old reference there. Yeah. Yeah, you got it right earlier, Ross, but it's one question. It's actually Spider Man on a Mega Drive. Oh, oh. See, that's what I put, but I put it in the wrong place on my bit of paper. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm gonna give you a point for that, Ross, because uh, I can't. No, please. Can't don't. Have a... I mean, it's so embarrassing. What? <laughs> I don't want Ross to have a zero. I That's the thing. This, I wrote this for the wrong answer, but you can have it. <laughs> all right, no points then for Ross. Then fine. That's all right. I. That's fair. Question ten is this one. Uh, Roscoe, what you got for this? It is Ho Jam. <laughs> Which one? One or two? And Earl. <laughs> uh, Greg, what you got? I put Toe Jam and Earl as well, but I don't yeah, know which one. Point I each. Just... <laughs> no, it's just Toe Jam and Earl. The original funk theme. So uh, point each. Hurrah. So you have to top up your scores. It won't take long. And uh, what do you get? Uh, Ross, what do you got? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, I got one out of ten, but I am really happy that I'm leaving this quiz. <laughs> you got one answer, that's excellent. And Greg, yeah. what you got? Three. Well, I mean, two technically, three if we're counting the random guess at Final Fantasy IX. Because oh, I did okay. write Final Fantasy, but... Yeah, yeah, that's up for Roscoe. What do you reckon, no, Ross? Well, you're the, you're the adjudicator this week. Oh, uh, well, okay, so um, you put Final Fantasy, but you put a guess at the end, and you've got it right, so half it. Point. It's fair. We, we, yeah, we've done that before. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. so I got, I got, I got three then. So Greg wins again by the, by the barest of margins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I shall get another quiz on the go, ready for next time when Sean caught me. Cheers, boy. That was fun, man. I appreciate you uh, taking the taking the time and uh, getting the quiz together. Yeah, that that's was okay. that was <laughs> that was pretty strict. It was fucking hell. Welcome to my world, boys. That's how we roll. They're messing around now. Old, old-fashioned binaural audio. <laughs> yeah, ones and zeros. That's all I use. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking part, guys. That's a quiz. Thanks, man.
next week, Sean will be back with uh, what colour is Xbox most associated with? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, come on, man. Did you this, did you listen to last week? <laughs> oh, no, because do you realise, I know Sean's listening to this, he's going to step up the challenge next week, isn't he? He's going to go, ooh, Paul's on the right idea. Let's make it harder. Yeah, I'm going to absolutely get caned next week. I know it. I'm scared already. <laughs> you didn't get one out of ten. Just remember that. <laughs> you aren't you on the same level as didn't Tim get one out of ten on one quiz once? Maybe. Or didn't we have a guest that only got one, or somebody only got one one week? I don't know. We've we've done fifty five of these, so it's it's all becoming a blur. <laughs> oh, I'll go back and listen. Actually, no, I won't. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> right, just to finish off with out this week and out this week, uh, there's a lot going on this week. Uh, on the twenty eighth, we have the inner friend, which Sean was talking about earlier. Sakura Wars on uh, everything, I think, just on PS4, actually. On, uh, yeah, just on PS4. April 28th also sees the release of Telling Lies, that massive PC game from last year, which was nominated for a load of BAFTAs, uh, coming to console, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I know Sean is super excited for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Snow Runner comes out on April 28th. You'll see more of that this week on the site. Moving Out comes out on the 28th. There's also more of that on the website this week. Um, Daymare, 1998, which, of course, is um, the last game for... Um, the guy that voiced Liam Kennedy. His game is out uh, this week. Gears Tactics comes to PC on 28th. Dread Nautical comes out on April 29th, uh, which I've reviewed and will be up on the website also this week. Bloody hell, we're doing all right this week, aren't we? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Shred 2 comes out on 29th, which uh, Greg has reviewed, and that'll be up this week. April the 30th. Calm down, Paul. Calm down. Streets of Rage 4 is coming out. I actually can't wait for that, but I actually can't play it either. I'm absolutely fuming right now, but you know, I'll still buy it, though. <laughs> The important thing is it's there, ready yes. and waiting when you are. Excited. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be uh, a nice busy week over on the website for reviews. And uh, Streets of Rage 4, man. My God. It's actually oh, real. And it's happening. Oh, no. It looks amazing. Plus retro mode. Oh, It really does. I'm all yeah. over it. So 20 quid, isn't it? Buy is it? How much it costs? 20 quid? Uh, I don't know. I believe so. Maybe. Physical, maybe. It could be a little bit more on PSN. Which makes no sense at all, but that's another story. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, advise go looking for physical copies at the moment. <laughs> no. Fair point. Uh, anyway, that does bring an end to uh, this kind of short and sweet thing against podcast. Thank you very much indeed uh, for listening. Thank you, Paul, for that bloody quiz. My <laughs> God. Most welcome. What a time to be alive. We can do quizzes like that. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all the places Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, all of our links are in the description below, along with our individual Twitter handles. If you want to follow us individually, because we're so gosh darn entertaining on Twitter. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Until next time, it is goodbye from Mr. Greg Hicks. It is. Goodbye. Goodbye from Mr. Paul Cullet. Toodles. And goodbye from me. We'll see you soon on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>